Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for listening. Sure has been quite a ride these past few months with this virus that is among us. And knowing this, I hope you're all well and taking the necessary steps to stay healthy. For my lovely wife and I, we are doing okay so far. Truth be told, not much has changed in our lives other than taking extra precautions when going out for groceries, more sanitary measures being put into place, and the closing of our small store where we sell my wife's paintings, my books, and flutes and things. The only other not-so-good thing is not being able to see your boys as much as we would like. Well, we do see Carl, our youngest, occasionally, but only from a distance at his apartment in the parking lot. Craig, our oldest, lives around six or so hours from us, so we don't get to see him hardly at all. But we do chat on the phone every other day, which helps a lot. I do feel a bit bad for their mother, though, as she is a hugging kind of gal, and it's sad that she can't get near them. But she understands, as it isn't just in keeping them healthy, it is the both of us, too, and others. On another note, there is something to say about the staying-at-home thing, which is beneficial a bit, as a person gets a lot done around the house. One example would be putting together these podcasts. I wasn't too sure starting out how folks would like them, but with so many emails coming in saying how much they are enjoying them and asking for more, well, let's just say it took the edge off things. So with all of that in mind, let's get on to the story today. It's a true story of what took place one summer's day when a young boy decided to go swimming. I hope you enjoy What Tractor. To start things off, it was a great looking day. The sun was shining with temperatures sitting at 80 degrees. Dad had gone to market the day before and wouldn't be home until late in the day. I was on my own. Looking for something to do, I went into the garage underneath the barn hill, opened up the doors and started up the tractor. She was just a shining as Dad had bought it just a few weeks ago. He had shown me a bit about operating it and I was sure there wouldn't be no problems. I put it in reverse and backed it out. Down the old dirt road I went, which led to our pond that Dad made for irrigation. Being such a nice day, I thought that I would go and have a swim. It didn't take long, as it wasn't but a half a mile or so from our home. Boy, I thought, this new tractor sure runs nice. Anyways, on arriving, I looked things over and decided that since I usually swam on the opposite side of the pond, I would drive the tractor over the narrow dam. I put the tractor in low gear and headed out. I was halfway across when I had some bad feelings coming over me. I had forgotten that a couple days before we had some heavy rain and the sides of the dam was soft. That's when I noticed that the weight from the tractor was causing it to cave in. There was only about 50 feet to go, but it wasn't to be. The tractor started to slide off of one side and I have to tell you, my heart was in my mouth. I turned the wheel so it wouldn't tip over, and in doing so, it headed straight down the bank and into the water below. 
There wasn't much I could do about it other than to ride it right into the pond. As it started to sink, I realized that I had better jump off, which I did and swam to shore. By the time I crawled out of the water, crawled out of the water and up on the bank, the tractor was out of sight. The pond was around 20 feet deep and it had a very muddy bottom. Not good, I thought. More so, I was shaking like a leaf from being in the cold water and being scared didn't help matters any. I didn't know what to do, but I did know this. Dad was going to kill me, his brand new tractor gone. After about a half an hour or so, I figured that there wasn't anything I could do, so I started walking back across the dam. I was just about to head towards home when I spotted a large old crane working over on the next concession. A thought came to mind. With that, I walked over to where it was located, and I could see a couple fellows working on a house. The crane was holding up a portion of the wall, and the men were putting it into position. I got as close as I could without getting in their way. I watched for a bit, and then, for no unseen reason, I just started to cry. I'm not sure why it happened, but whatever the reason, it worked out in my favor. What happened then was that the fellow operating the crane spotted me. Seeing this, he turned off the machine, climbed down, and came over to where I was standing. What's the matter, young feller? Looking at him, I pulled myself together and proceeded to tell him what happened. Boy, you sure have gotten yourself in a pickle, haven't you? That's for sure, I said. I don't know what to do. Dad is going to skin me alive. The fellow thought for a few minutes, not saying anything. Then he asked where I lived. Just over there, pointing at a barn off in the distance. He then smiled and said, I have an idea. I shouldn't do this, but I'll tell you what. I am about done here, and I have to go by your road on the way home. Aberdeen Road, right? Yep, that's it. Well, it's a bit out of my way, but I will bring the crane over and see what I can do. It's an old crane, and don't move too fast, so I'll be about an hour or so. You go on home now and wait for me by your driveway. That way I'll know where you live. I thanked him and headed for home, breathing a wee bit easier. But nonetheless, I was still very worried. About an hour and a half, I spotted a big old crane coming up the road. I was hoping not too many neighbors would see it. When he got closer, I waved at him, and he pulled into our driveway. He stopped and opened the door. Climb on up here and show me how to get to the pond, he said. I said, if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for the tractor being in the pond, I would have enjoyed riding that crane a lot more than I did. Anyways, it only took a few minutes. On arriving, he pulled up beside the pond and got out. Where did it go in, he asked. I showed him, and he went back to his crane and grabbed a large chain from a compartment under his seat. Just then, I noticed a couple of young fellers coming across the field from where they were working. They're with me, he said. I asked them to meet me here. Someone has to go down under the water and hook up a chain to the tractor. Hearing that, things started to look a lot brighter. He introduced me to them, and we shook hands, and they went over to the side of the pond. They sat down and took off their pants and shoes. Good day for a swim, they said. Yep, it is, I replied. In fact, if it wasn't for me wanting to go for a swim, this all wouldn't have happened. Well, not much you can do about it now, I said. Things will work out, though. 
That old crane operator is a smart fella. You wait and see. Old, you say, huh? Anyway, take this chain here and do something useful. With that, they laughed, took the chain, and in the water they went. One of the fellows went under the water, and in a couple minutes he came back up. All said, he hollered, and the crane operator got into the crane and swung it around. The other fellow was standing about ways deep in the water, and I was wondering how he could do that. Then it came to me that he was standing on top of the tractor. Had me thinking there for a second or two. When the boom from the crane was directly over him, he reached up and hooked the chain onto it. He then jumped off and swam to shore. The old crane was then put to work. The motor was getting louder and louder. Metal started creaking, and I was beginning to wonder if it was going to be strong enough to lift it. But no sooner than I thought that, from down under the dirty, dirty black water, out came the tractor. Boy, I thought, what a mess. It sure wasn't shining now. Once the crane had the tractor lifted high enough, it was then swung around and set down on the ground. As bad as it looked, I was sure happy to see it sitting on dry land. Well, he said, I think we have a bit of work here to do if we want to get it running. That's for sure, I said. With that, he smiled, took out his toolbox, and started to work on the motor. He started by taking out the plugs and drying them and changing the oil with some he had brought with him. After an hour or so of doing things I didn't know much about, he got on the tractor and tried to start it. I have to tell you, I had my fingers and toes crossed. It took a bit of doing, but after a few tries, it started right up. It smoked for a while, at first, but after a few minutes, it calmed down. Well, there you are, young feller. Now get on it and drive it back to the house. I'll follow you. He didn't get any argument out of me, that's for sure. I was, I was slowly starting to breathe again. When I got to the barn, I stopped, and the fellow got out of the crane. So there you are, my friend. You're going to have to wash it up a bit, that's for certain. But it should be as good as new after it dries out a bit more. What owe you? I asked, knowing perfectly well I didn't have any money to give him. Nothing, he said. Maybe I will need a favor someday, and you can help me. Not a problem, I said. If you ever need anything, you just ask me. I owe you big time. And with that, I thanked him with a hug. They all climbed onto the crane and left. After he had gone, I stood back and looked at the tractor. Boy, what a day, I thought. All that, and now I have to clean it up. But I sure wasn't complaining, as I was just as happy I had something to clean. With that, I hooked up the garden hose to the tap by the barn, grabbed a few pieces of clean cloth, and got to work. It took me better, the better part of what remained in the day, but once finished, I had to admit it looked pretty good. I then put it back into the garage and headed on over to the house. With all that happened, I decided to go and sit down under our old maple tree. What a day, I said to myself, and fell asleep. I never woke up until I heard my dad's voice. So how's things going, he asked. No problems, I hope. Nope, nothing much going happening around here right now, I said. You notice I said right now. I hated to lie to my old dad, and well, in a way I didn't. Anyways, I didn't tell him anything more, as I knew if I did, I would be opening up a whole new can of worms. The next day, Dad went out to the barn, started up the tractor, and backed it out. 
It sputtered a bit, and some water ran out of the exhaust pipe. I guess I'll have to fix that roof on the garage again, he said. I thought I had it fixed, but must have a hole in somewhere as the tractor is wet, and some water must have gotten in the plugs or the distributor. I suppose that's why it isn't running too good. He turned it off and did a bit of work on things, and off he went to the work in the fields. Dad or no one else ever said a word about it from that day on, including me. I never ever seen the fellow that helped me that day again. Yes, I did have some bad luck that day, but I also had some good luck too, thanks to that old crane operator. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.